What's up, peeps? I'm Matt. And I'm Mike. And we are the Pink Gold Peeps, two 20-somethings who love to talk all things Nintendo and nerdy and video games and the whole nine yards. Mike, how have you been doing this week? I've been doing pretty good. Um, I One thing's been bothering me at work, and I'm going to talk about it as my fun fact, so I'm going to lay down that groundwork, but that's why that's oh, been pretty all right. good. All right, stay tuned. <laughs> what about you? I have been pretty good. I have been relaxing at home for the past week or so. I've been running around with my friends. I've been doing fun stuff. But that's pretty much it. It's it's, it's the 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 calm week right now. That's good. Before you need I a calm start week. working, so. All right. Yeah. So Matt, what have you uh, what have you been playing? All right. Well, as far as video games go, when I've had time by myself to play video games, I have been splitting my time between Pokemon Quest, which I've been playing quite a bit of, which I want to talk about. But I've also, after beating God of War for the PlayStation Four, there is this empty hole in my heart that could only be filled by buying the six games that came before it and slowly playing through all of them. You know what that doesn't sound like, Matt? What? That doesn't sound like Xenoblade 2. <laughs> You're right, it doesn't. It would fill the void. It's like an 100-hour <laughs> game. Yeah, but do you know how many hours I have with six God of War games? I'm actually not sure. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know if it beats out 100. <laughs> I don't know if it does either, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing through it on hard also, so it's really hard. Okay. Wait, there's six? There's six. There's, there's God of War, God of one, War two, three. one, two, three. There's God of War Ascension, God of War Origins, and God of War... Striker Gunvolt. Un Olympus <laughs> Unchained or something like that. Okay, you're just going to ignore my funny joke? <laughs> yes, I am going to ignore right. you. I'm going to make that joke, joke again, don't but worry. But I'm sure you are. There's three spin-off games and there's three main games. Okay, because I was like, what? I know there's three. Yeah, there were three There were three in the main trilogy and then there were three other games. Okay. Which I'm a little dicey on the names of. But yes. anyway, Pokemon Quest. Let's talk. Listen, I've been really loving Pokemon Quest. I've gotten really far since the last time we talked about Pokemon Quest. So where are you at? I am like... For World 7 and Worlds 8, like, uh, you know how you, you unlock four worlds at once? Yes. Of World 7 and 8, I'm at the boss. In World 9, I'm on, like, the second or third level, and I haven't started World 10 yet. Okay, so I, we're in similar spots. I am on the boss of World 7, I beat the boss of World 8, and I haven't started 9. Okay. Or okay. 10. See, my, my problem is I've gotten to this point where now I just need to grind because I'm not strong enough to keep going. Yeah. So, like, I've been putting the game on auto a lot while I do other things just because I don't want to sit there and play the one level that gives me grinding over and over and over and over again. I get that. I found it's a lot more fun to grind. So what I'm doing is it's, it's at a slower pace, mm -hmm. but I'll grind with two of my main guys and one Pokemon who I want to evolve because I want to get 151 Pokemon right. in my Pokedex. So, like, right now, I got a Dratini this morning. So I have my team is a Nidoking, an Onix, and a Vaporeon. So I'll take Vaporeon or Nidoking off the team and put on Dratini, and I'll play, like, 7-1. So it's not as good as it could be, but it's getting those Pokedex spots for Right, out. right, right. And that that's fair, but I... So I'm currently trying to do the world with the rock Pokemon, which I think is World 7. It no, is World 7. No, World 8. No, 8 is ground. 8? Well, 7's poison. What are you talking about? No, it's rock and ground. There's no poison world. Oh, you mean the one that it's good to be rock? Yes. That's not the rock world. That's the poison world. Well, no. I well, I mean the world that gives you the thing. It says you get bonus strength. This type is good in this world. Yeah. So it's the poison world. The rock world. Well, yeah. But you're supposed to bring rock Pokemon in. You're supposed to bring rock Pokemon, but it's not the rock world because all you fight is poison Pokemon. Well, for you, it's the rock world because all your friends are rock. No, all my friends are ground. Not in the rock world. In world eight. World no, eight world is the ground seven. world. Matt is talking about the world where rock Pokemon are good. Yes. Not the rock world. World 7. <laughs> but anyway. Yes. You know, arguing with you made me forget my point. <laughs> oh, I remember now. Okay. Um, okay. My point was, is that I have three rock Pokemon. I think it is Omnimite. It is uh, Geodude and um, Rhyhorn. Okay. And none of them have evolved yet. So I'm trying to evolve all of them. Nice. So I've just been doing the same level in that world over and over and over again. So you don't have, like, a main team you're using? No, I don't have a main team. I just, like, I had a main team up until, like, World 5. Okay. And then I found it's just so much easier to just switch them out for the type of Pokemon for the thing. And then I get to play with more Pokemon anyway. See, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna keep these three core, although I might switch one for uh, Dragonite. Mm -hmm. But I'm kind of, kind of... Too similar, where I'm going to pick the world based on the Pokemon that I need to evolve once I'm further out. But mm -hmm. it's starting to get more so. I'm like, 
Listen, I'm in no rush. Wait, so you're using Pokemon that aren't necessarily good in the certain worlds. Onyx, Vaporeon, and Inoking are my go-to. Like, really? I've used them all throughout. And the reason I beat World 8 was because two of my Pokemon are ground type and they know mm. steel moves. And, you know, a lot of the Pokemon there are either ground, uh, are either poison types or fairy types. And the steel moves are really good against them. Because my, my, like, trio just, like, wasn't cutting it. Oh, yeah? Like, they, they wouldn't, they couldn't. Maybe just pick bad Pokemon. No. Onyx is the best. I gotta tell you, man. Onyx is a tank. He stands in the back, and he's got, like, a bajillion health. Mm-hmm. So, in World um, in world 8, the boss of World 8 is a Nidoking and a Nidoqueen. Both of my other Pokemon get knocked out in, like, 30 seconds, and Onyx just stands there, shooting little blasts and doing his, uh, and doing his, uh, flash cannon. And I have the ability, so it shoots two. So he just sits there, flash can, flash can, and then my Nidoking goes back to life and he uses a steel attack, and my Poron comes back and uses waterfall, and this, then they die, and Onyx is just he's still there. That's what my Ammonite does. My Ammonite has a stupid amount of health. It's great. Oh, did I tell so, you? So wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. I want to ask you a question about Pokemon Quest. Sure. Do you think any of what you're doing, any of your good progress, has to do with that you paid money? I think that. So I did the five dollar option. So we kind of talked about this. It gives you just a higher chance of getting two Pokemon at once in a uh, in a pot, and you have a second pot. But that's really it. And also gave me the Nidoran and the Nidoran female. Right. I don't think it's affected my progress. I mean, obviously I'm getting Pokemon faster, but because I only have... Because I have two pots, I have to manage my resources better. Because I'm, I can do two pots at once, but there were, like, points where I was like... I was Right when I got the bronze pots, I was doing two bronze pots. I was, like, getting level 30 Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I was using them to level up my main team. And then I was like, I'm out of resources. I, I can't do anything. I, I, there was a point I could only make one pot with all of my resources, and it was a mulligan pot. Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, I really got to balance what I'm doing. So because I'm not just throwing them all into bronze pots, I think collecting Pokemon is faster for me. But I don't think my progress in the main game is faster. I think it would be if I just took every single Pokemon that wasn't Onix or Nidoking or Vaporeon and just said, okay, put it in training. Gotcha. It would but affect, but I don't think so. And it's good for me because I'm really about the catching of the Pokemon and I'm excited. Right, yeah. Every time I get a, like a duplicate Pokemon, I use it to train. Yeah. I mean, I'll use it because I think you get more points, like EXP points. If you if use you, the same species. Yeah, same species. You do. It says so in the, in the tips on the loading screen. Oh, I didn't know that. So, it's been really good. You know, I'm, I'm loving up my Pokemon. I think I have 60-something Pokemon in Jesus. the Pokedex. Oh, well, that's because you have the two pots, probably. Yeah. So, I, like, with my one pot, I have 27. Wow. You must be getting a lot of the same, then. I Well, I also only get one Pokemon per pot. You get... Well, I don't know. You have a get. higher chance of getting two. I do. Although, I will say, it's not as high as I'd like it <laughs> to be. Like, 90 to 95% of the time, I get one Pokemon. I would say my number is higher, but not by much. Mm-hmm. I think our friends who spent $30 on the game, we have two friends now who spent $30 on the game, they are definitely much further ahead. One, one of whom spent it, like, days after we did, but he caught up to where Mike and I are in, like, a day or two. Yeah. Because he's not, I don't think he's working right now, so he can, he's like, not, yeah, he's he can always home. hit those eight charges right when they refill. Yep. And, you know, you're getting so many more tickets, and there you get an item that gives you double ingredients... And it gives you double experience points. Like, so if you want to, like, power through this game, yeah, sure, spend the eight, even just buy the $18 pack. I think that's where all, like, the really good stuff is. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're, they got four pots, they got eight charges, they're, like, they're miles ahead of us if they wanted to be. Yeah, they are. But, I mean, I like the fact that I'm just cruising through this game. It's, it's a game that's really grown on me, and it's not super complex, but that's okay. If you haven't downloaded this game, and definitely if you haven't bought this game... <laughs> You should well, wait for it to come out. That's my, like I'm like at this point pretty confident that Johto is going to come into the game. Oh, definitely, it has like point. a bajillion downloads. So I'm like, you know, at this point, I'm almost done with the game. If I were to spend money, I would wait until Johto comes out, mm-hmm. and then I would spend the money on it. Yeah, although I'd be curious to see how they do it because I feel like they could just add to this game. They could make a second one, but I feel like that would split. Mm-hmm. If they're going to do mobile, that's why I'm concerned. I'm like, I don't think they're going to split. And make a second game, but like, how are we gonna evolve? You know, like our glooms into uh, blossoms. Uh, blossom, yeah. Although honestly, I still haven't figured out why my Eevee evolved into a Vaporeon. It's what I wanted, but I don't know what it did. <laughs> Though I mean, that's gonna suck for Pokédex completion if no one can figure out how to do it. I think people are close. The prevailing theory was the slot depends. So if it right. was in the red slot, it'd be uh, Flareon, Green, Jolteon, Blue Vaporeon. But someone else was saying no, that's not true. 
Interesting. The rumor is that it's like uh, it's like Pokemon Go, where like I think if you nickname them something specific, they'll evolve into but something. But you can't nickname. Yeah, you can. You can go to the top left when you're on your Pokemon's page. Click on it. What? My, my Onyx name is Stony Boy. Oh, I my, didn't know that. My Nitto King's name is Steven. Just Steven. Steven? Well, with the PH. Wonderful. And uh, my Vaporeon's name is Roxy because oh, she's a, a sassy lady. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nickname all my Pokemon when I get home. You need to. It's fun. I am 100%. <laughs> but uh, anyway, Mike, Wait. what else have you been playing? Um, I just want to mention to Matt that I got a shiny Shelter, and he hasn't gotten a shiny Pokemon yet. Just wow. wanted to make sure you knew that. Maybe I could open my Pokemon Go and show you my shiny Charizard. My uh, I can't shiny hear routine. you over the game my that's on the shiny... Switch. The game that's on the Switch. You were just saying the that it should be on mobile. You were just saying that it should be on mobile. Switch. All right, well, when I transfer them into Pokemon Let's Go and I have a shiny Dratini, I'll call and you I have a, a shiny sheet, Charizard. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Legitimate. Anyway, legitimate uh, rage. <laughs> Mario Tennis Aces demo. Yes, so we both played the Mario Tennis Aces demo. I played two or three rounds online. Matt, you had a little bit of trouble, right? Okay, so I played several rounds offline against computers, and I was like, wow, this is really fun. And I have never had a problem with games online at my house before. Mike's played games with me online at my house before. And then we've had problems. And there's... No, we've have we Splatoon ever Splatoon 2. Remember the launch day of Splatoon 2? Oh, yes. Yeah, One sure, of us we kept were, getting bumped. We were in like a dead area in my house though. But there was still there was four of us and we Always one of us was losing right, connection. Yeah, but what I'm saying is when we have one Switch online... Never a problem. Never a problem. But for this game, it was a massive problem. Like, I... there, There's the bar system for showing you how good the connection is. And what I learned is you cannot accept a match if it's under four bars. Because it will lag and you need to be precise wow. in Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah, d- precision's the name of the game. I've been watching... If you go on Reddit and just like look up some of the volleys people had... It's really good. Really? And I think it's just like his guy shooting him back and forth and then the guy does his super move and then the guy runs back and isn't able to hit it. You know, for people who haven't really followed Mario Tennis Aces, it's a, it's a Mario Tennis game, but the two big mechanics are like as you, as you charge shots, in addition to being more powerful, um, you build up a bar and if you get the bar to full, you could do like your special attack which you, like, stop and go into, like, first-person view for, so you can decide, like, exactly where you're going to hit No, it. that's the zone shot. It doesn't oh, need to be shot. for that. Okay. So, so the zone shot where you hold it, you hold the R button when you're in the star, or yes. you tap it. So, like, there's a star on the ground where the ball's about to hit. And then you go into a first-person mode, and you can aim, like, a first-person shooter, where to shoot the ball, and then there's the zone speed where if you hold the button down, everything will go into slow motion around you, so you can get in position to hit the ball better, and if you fill it up... You get a completely super move. Yes. And then you can you get this cool fancy animation and it's very hard to block. Yes. But, but if you use zone speed, you can do some cool stuff with that. Like, you can also do cool stuff with zone speed, yeah. And there's like there's like these crazy so there's like those big flippy jumps you can do. That's so like, a trick shot. So a trick shot, apparently, is what it's called. Um, did you pay attention to the tutorial? I did. I only played like two rounds, okay? Okay. It's like it allows you to jump. And your bar will go up if you hit the ball after you do it the right way. But if you don't do it right, you'll actually lose charge yes. in your bar. So it's kind of cool. What I what I realize is to the way to do it the right way is to hit it when there's a star on the ground. Yes, it's it, honestly even just talking about it, you can see this game's a lot more complex than just a basic tennis game. It, it's pretty complex. It can be if you wanted to just be a basic tennis game. But I like that that we have options. I think if you were on the fence about this and you played this demo, this probably at least gave you a better idea of whether or not you wanted it and more of a full picture. Right. Uh, but um, there was some gameplay that was shown off for the single player, and the single player looks a lot deeper than we had expected. That's cool. I didn't really so look into there, it. Because there's I, a lot on YouTube right now. I didn't look at a lot of it, but I saw a lot of screenshots of different things that happen, and it looks there's a lot of different like either mini games or stage gimmicks. Sweet. That weren't in the demo. But going back to what I was trying to say in the beginning... Oh, yeah? <laughs> ...is that Nintendo is always on top of their game with connection, with Wi-Fi. They do the best that they possibly can. This game is not made by Nintendo. It's made by Camelot. Yes. And before release, I really hope Camelot does something to fix that connection. I would because kind of hope so. if I can't get online, I don't know how worth it the game is for me. Yeah, because you'd, if, if you couldn't play online, you'd just play local with me... So no, I, well, I mean, yeah, I played local, but I mean, I would also just have the story mode. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Depending on how deep the story mode is, how long the story mode is, if you can't get online, this might not be worth it if you don't have people to play with 
on the regular. Exactly. So we'll keep you posted. But it was fun. I really, really liked it. Also, uh, just a PSA, don't delete your save data from the demo. Otherwise, yeah, you won't get you Mario. Won't get, yeah. But outside of that, Tennis Aces was good. It was good. Um, anything I want to say before I move on to my last thing I've been playing? Go for it. Last thing I've been playing is actually something I've decided to not play. Matt... I'm gonna cry. I've, I'm gonna cry happiness. I've, I've given up on Skyrim. Thank you. I played maybe five to ten hours of the game. I enjoyed what I did play, but there were just so many times that I was so beyond frustrated. And I just looked at myself and I said, why am I doing this to myself? You know, Pokemon Quest is, is up. You know, it's good. I've been trying to practice Pokemon because we're playing a little tournament with our friends in a few oh, days. Oh, shoot. I should... Yeah, in you should do In a few days. I, I, we could do it tonight if you wanted. No, let's do it like three <laughs> weeks from now. <laughs> All right. I haven't touched Pokemon since January. So Pokemon tournament will be put on hold for the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I've been playing Pokemon and I still touching up Stardew Valley from time to time. Uh, Sushi Striker Gunvolt comes out on Friday. Did you say Sushi Striker? I, I told you I was going to make the joke a second time. Keep going. <laughs> And, uh, you know, and Pokemon Quest is good. And there's a bunch of other games on a list that I have of I want to play. And I'm like, why am I going to force myself to sit through Skyrim if I'm not, like, just saying, oh, I want to play Skyrim. I want to play it. I don't really want to play it. Then and, like, don't. I, th- I think, you know, playing through the game and knowing what I know about the game, I understand why people still play it. But because I didn't play it when it came out and it was the cutting edge thing at the time when it had just come out. When it just come out, it was pretty good for what it was, right? I mean, I... No. No? Sort of. Sort of. I think the world of Skyrim is beautiful and incredible. I think everything else about Skyrim is trash. Okay. But for the thing that's good about it, the world, would you say that was top-notch when it came out? When it, it was, originally it was came better out. than top-notch, honestly, when it came out. The yeah. world. So people were playing it for that or for whatever reasons. And then if you're playing through it again, you know, seven years later... I can understand why you'd want to play it. You're, you're reliving your experience of Skyrim. I didn't have that experience with Skyrim, so I feel like it's just... Maybe I'll pick it up again, but for now, I have put it on the shelf with all the games that I've completed. I'm not done with it, but I'm not playing it. Yeah. So, that's... I'm closing the book on Skyrim. And I, I wanted to tell you that. I'm Because glad. I know you'd be happy. I'm glad. Good. It's a bad game, kiddos. <sighs> Matt wants us to get hated out. Yeah. We got a lot of views last Go week, ahead. and he wants Go to ahead. get rid of them all. Attack me. Um, if you want to attack Matt, please tweet at us at Peeps on Twitter. Yeah, and, and specifically mention Matt. Don't mention me. I will. I will answer all hate mail. <laughs> Don't say true. that. Don't That's say that. That's not true. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say so just imagine like thirty episodes into the future, we actually have like a dedicated fan base, and they're like, um, in episode six, Matt said he would answer. All hate mail. <laughs> yeah, I'm retracting that statement right now. So if you did, if you made a hate mail message in those like what six seconds, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> delete it. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, update. Still no F Zero news, and Super Smash Brothers news is definitely not coming. So I'm gonna go out this weekend to the comic book store, and I'm gonna buy a pack of Magic: The Gathering cards, and I'm probably gonna give them to Matt on Tuesday. Just figured <laughs> I'd let you know. But uh, the next part of our show is... I on... knew it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, can we what? just bask in this for a second? No. You can bask in it next week when we All know right. for sure. No. All right? So... We gotta pick up the pace. Yeah. Um, so Indie Spotlights is the next thing we like to yes. talk about. Oh my show. god, I'm so excited for this game. Yeah. Pocket Rumble is a 2D fighter that is supposed to come out. It's supposed to be very casual. I believe it's in Steam Early Access. Very casual. It's got like two buttons. It's like 8-bit graphics. It's finally coming out before the end of July. It was announced like... Two Nindy Directs ago, like March 2017, and now it's finally coming out. Yeah, this game, um, in one of the episodes that we, me, me and Matt did a couple practice episodes, obviously, before we started the podcast, um, I think in one of the episodes you, like, raged about this game, about how you were like, this game's never coming out. I did. And never, so, I was so when very I, upset. So I, I saw this so and I was bad. like, Matt, it's coming out. Now we just need to wait for Wargroup to come out, mm-hmm. which is the other game that was like announced when the Switch released, and now it's just kind of sitting it there. Is nowhere. Um, also, Freedom Planet is finally coming out on the Switch in the fall, which hopefully is better indication of Freedom Planet 2. Yes. Well, Freedom Planet, I, I've i never played it, but from what I understand, it's the it's best like a, 2D Sonic game. That's it a lie. It is better than Sonic Mania, Mike. You you can be wrong. That's Have okay. Have you played Freedom Planet? I haven't, but I've played Sonic Mania. Okay, well, play Freedom Planet. Did you and talk play to Sonic me. One, Two, and Three? No. Then can you really talk about the best two D <laughs> Sonic game? No. Like where is where is? I've the... played Sonic One. Sonic One's okay. I didn't like it. 
Sonic 1 pretty much ends after Green Hill Zone. <laughs> like, Marble Madness is a terrible zone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yes. That's coming. But that's uh, that's our indie spotlight. Nothing yeah, else we want to talk about. So, quick news and updates. Matt, you want to take this first one? I know you do. Oh, I do. Mirror Knight, the um, the not dark, the not Meta Knight, is coming to Kirby. Uh, is coming to Kirby Star Allies soon with that DLC pack that's coming out with um, Mouse Man. What's his name again? Mouse Man. Roach. Really? DeRoach. Oh, DeRoach. That's it. I like DeRoach. I no, I like him too. I just forgot his name. Yes. But, yeah, uh, Mirror Knight looks cool. They showed, like, a little clip of his attacks. So he has, like, reflecty attacks. Yeah, I, like, so the day this was announced, Mike and I were together. And, bef- like, before this was announced, we were talking about it. And I was like, man, I really hope that Kirby, like, DLC aren't just rehashed characters. And then they announced Dark Meta Knight. And I was like, oh, no, it's a, it's a rehashed character. And then... They showed off his like his attacks, and they're very very different. Yeah, the fun- the ones they've shown. I mean, even if those are the only ones, it's like it's enough of a difference from Meta Knight. I just I want there to be a reason for me to still play Meta Knight, and that's what I haven't seen. Right. Like I don't want Mirror Knight to just be like, well, you should play you should play with Mirror Knight. <laughs> well, I mean, like part of the reason to play with Meta Knight is the fact that you're playing with Meta Knight. Yes, but it was like okay, so you don't want a character just superior to Meta Knight in every way, right? Like, even King Dedede, who has the hammer, like, sometimes it's better to be the big hammer, dude, because he can do, like, the spinny attacks and stuff. So, I'll keep you posted, though. I'm I'm hoping for Adelaide to be announced before the next pack comes out. Yeah, me too. I mean, I feel like if she's not in this one, she's going to be in one eventually. She has to be. She has to be. Love the Adelaide. I'm sure they'll talk about this during E3. But, anyway, moving right along, there is an update to the Switch eShop, finally. Yeah. Oh, just some quick updates if you haven't seen these. Nothing super major, but I think this is a step in the right direction. Uh, the big ones are the the recent releases tab now shows the 60 newest games that have been released. Um, the bestsellers list has 30 titles now. Um, there is a section for like download only games, so I guess if they're only digital, yeah. if there's no physical copies, there's a section for just that. Um, and a couple things like that, just some quality of life updates. This is like, it's still not great. But it's better. It, they're getting there. They know something's up. It is easier to find things yes. now. Interesting, something else that happened, though. Someone was looking at the Switch Shop update, and they saw that in the update, there's currently a patch for Fortnite on the Switch eShop huh. that you can't access. Very interesting. <laughs> That's pretty strange that they would put that there, don't you I think, I wonder man? why that would be there. I wonder. Well, this puts, um, there was a... There was a leak about, a like, a bunch of games. A little like- leak of a bunch of games that came out for, or to be announced during E3. And one of them was Mario Tennis Aces, and a bunch of them were a bunch of, like, random games. Like, yeah, okay. But Fortnite was on there, and now we have confirmation that Fortnite is coming to Switch. Yeah, it's, like, one of those things where, like, it's, like, the best worst secret. Like, obviously, Fortnite was coming to the Switch. It's on everything. It's on my phone. If it's on my phone, it could be on my Nintendo Switch, right? Exactly. And, like, me and Matt are not... We're not Battle Royale players. Neither of us played PUBG or Fortnite. If it's free on the Switch, maybe I'll try it a round or two, but I'm not like, woo, Fortnite. For people who care about Fortnite, I'm sure you're very excited. I mean, if, I mean, if it comes out, we'll probably talk about it, but... Oh, of course. Not not our shtick. Yeah. Next one is one I really want to talk about. So if you're a board game geek like myself, you know the company Asmodee. Asmodee makes Carcassonne. They make Seven Wonders, they make uh, Splendor, a bunch of, like, really popular board games. Asmodee has a bunch of apps for its games, so you can play them on your phone. They announced that uh, their games are coming to the Switch. So these are, like, tabletop board games that you'll be able to play, probably in pass-and-play mode, on the Switch. And the first one they're doing is Carcassonne. And I'm really excited about this. Yeah, are you I- excited for them to be touchscreen? Yeah, <laughs> yes! I am excited for them to be touchscreen. I don't like people touching my Switch. That's okay, we can do it on my Switch. Anyway, I'm excited because, you know, tabletop games are always have a really special place in my heart. And the idea of, like, saying, I'm going to bring my Switch on vacation with my parents, my brother, and my 13-year-old sister. And I can say, hey, look, I brought my Switch. Do you want to play a board game? You know, this will also stop you from having to bring a massive bag to my house every time you come over. You should just come over to my house more often. Yeah, no, when I go to Matt's house, I bring, like, a duffel bag of, like, you know... Nintendo Switch and my controller and board games and Magic the Gathering cards. It's just, it's a lot. So having it on my Switch will be very happy. And honestly, if they put Seven Wonders or Seven Wonders Duel on the Switch, I'm going to die. Like, I'll buy it for you. In addition to buying it for myself. Uh Uh-huh. 
I'll probably, you know what? I'll say it right now. If Seven Wonders is released on the Nintendo Switch, I will give away an eShop code for the exact amount on this podcast. I'm going to say it right now. I love Seven Wonders that uh-huh. much. All right. Love Seven Wonders. You're still going to buy me one, right? Yeah. You, you just said it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to buy you one. I'm going to buy me one. I'm going to buy a podcaster one. You or a heard podcast it here listener. first, folks. On episode six, where Matt said he would answer all hate mail. And then <laughs> retracted said statement. I also said that I will buy Seven Wonders for one of our podcasts. And listeners. did not retract said statement. Hold me to this. I'll hold you okay, to it. anyway, let's move on. Uh, you want to talk about this one? Oh, yeah, so Telltale The Walking Dead has its final season hitting before the end of 2018, at least the first episode of it. If you keep up with The Walking Dead, uh, Telltale, this is probably pretty exciting for you. I fell off the bandwagon on season three just because I didn't pick it up, but I hear it's very good. So if you're looking forward to this, uh, pick it up. I think Telltale needs to switch it up, so... I personally will not be getting it until I hear some, like, absurdly glowing reviews for it. And also, the thing about um, getting on the Switch is that, you know, save files have to carry over for Telltale The Walking Dead to really get the true experience. And because all of my other save files for Season 1 and Season 2 are on my PlayStation, I have no engagement to get it on the PlayStation, on the Switch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, because these games are so old, and people have played them on their PlayStation 3 and their PlayStation 4... I'm sure I'm not the only person who's in that boat, you know? I you imagine, it on too. Xbox and PlayStation and Steam. I think, like most companies, Telltale's like, listen, the Switch is bringing back relapsed gamers, people who've never really played, like, on a real console outside of a Nintendo console. They're just like, let's put this on there. Because think about it. If you were, like, you know, if you I mean, were Joe Walking Schmo Dead, and you were like, The Walking Dead is on exactly. the Switch, you'd buy it. The Walking Dead has been ported almost as many times as Skyrim at this point, so... Yeah. So that's good. Uh, the next thing is just a quick bit of news. So if you're going to E3 and you signed up for your Smash slot, they got a little bit more details. So it's a, they block you off for a 45-minute period. So for what it sounds like, it's a 1v1 tournament that will go up to 45 minutes long. So, you know, if you if you keep winning, you'll play for the whole 45 minutes, give or take. If you lose in the first round, I don't know. But that's kind of what people so have So this is for the public. Yeah, this is the public demo. So, uh Yeah, there's multiple 45 minute blocks. Yeah. So okay. you're getting you're getting a you're getting a block assigned to you. Right. And awesome. that's when you're going. So that's cool. That is very cool. Um yeah, look forward to that. I still think that everyone should do that assigned time thing. 4E3. But it's a smart way to do it with the public, I agree. Neither here nor there. Yes. Anyway. I want to talk about something else real fast. So, this is coming out on a Monday. So, this is the day before E3. A lot of people are freaking out because people are retweeting the Nintendo Direct announcement by Nintendo. I just want to bring up, just I think this is very silly. So, today, which is uh, June 6th, which is the day we record, um, the guys, Team Cherry, who make Hollow Knight, retweeted it. And the director for Xenoblade Chronicles 2 retweeted it. Two people who I, I I would argue have reasonable reasons to just retweet the direct announcement because it's the direct announcement. But a lot of people are like, well, we're getting a new Xenoblade game and Hollow Knight's coming out during E3. And I'm like, you know, hold on, hold <laughs> on. I'm excited. And I've been waiting for Hollow Knight. Did somebody say Xenoblade 3? They said, no, Xenoblade Chronicles X2. Oh, okay. Which has been announced that they're going to do that. That, but, that would be cool. Like, I'm not saying they're wrong. I would love to see Monolith Soft announce something, and I would love Hollow Knight to finally come out, well, but I don't know. Have, I don't... You seen, have you seen Monolith Soft's little, like, mini interviews about how, saying they want to do something really mature? No, I haven't. It's really hard for me to think about the guys who made Mithra and Pyra doing something serious. But, I'm sorry, look yeah, at their like, chests. They want to do something, like, <laughs> M-rated. Ooh. So they've been talking about it a lot. Oh, I'd like that. Nothing nothing more than just saying they want to do something, like, M-rated. But you, You'd really be able to ex- uh, really appreciate Monolith Soft's um, ability to make games if you played Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Please, Matt. Or Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Or Xenoblade Chronicles X. Trust me. Play Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Just, just, just play it. I will. Chill. Just- don't worry. You said you were gonna play it, and then you. He, this is what Matt does. He's like, he'll like, he knows my big games are like Arms, I really like, and Xenoblade Two, I really like, and he'll text me. I'd be like, so I woke up this morning, and I said I'm gonna go play. So the other day it was I'm gonna go play Xenoblade Two, and then I turned on my Switch and I played Pokemon Quest. Like this is what he does to me. I do. One, that. Well, a few weeks ago he was like, I woke up this morning, and I said, oh, I haven't played Arms in forever. I'm gonna go play it. He's like, and then I went downstairs and played God of War for six hours. <laughs> that is what happened. That's a true story. He doesn't need to tell me you my see, feelings. You see, the thing is, because 
Mike, you get so worked up about specific games. I know, but you know what I do? I say, hey, Matt, you know, the other day I really wanted to play Splatoon, so I played it. And I tell you that so you're happy. When was the last time that happened? Uh, a few weeks, uh, somewhere in, in the spring. Sometime in the spring. Okay. It was like one weekend. Anyway, we're wasting time. Yes. Uh, next um, thing. The Blob, that old Wii game, is headed to the Switch. I don't. I never played DeBlob. Is it I good? didn't either. I don't. Didn't know people still cared about DeBlob. To be perfectly honest with you. Well, I but mean, it's been like super rumored, and then they finally announced it. So cool. I I don't know anything about this game, but I know that it did well. It's like on a Switch. 3D platformer, really. Okay. With like um color mechanics, where like you splat things. Okay, so it's like Splatoon. Not. It's not like Splatoon, but, but like in the story mode, the sense that like it's platformy based. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I'll, I'll it's look only at it. single player. There's no multiplayer. Well, yeah. I and mean, you don't shoot guns. No squid now, kid now. I no, get it. Yeah. No, it's just like, but color is a mechanic. Yeah. Anyway, um, speaking of Splatoon. Yes. The, a new mode was data mined called Rocket. Do we know anything about Rocket? Yes, because someone filmed a video of the data mined mode. Okay. So you have to, sh- there's a rocket that spawns in the middle of the map. You have to shoot it and 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 shoot Once you shoot it enough, it will skyrocket off and head towards your enemy's base. Okay. And then you have to get to where it is then and shoot again and again. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like there's something that you have to slowly move to your enemy's base. So it's almost like 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 football in the sense that, like you're moving it like ten yards at a time. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's kind of like football, American in football the, in the <laughs> American football, in where you're struggling to get it to one end. Okay, so um, it's there's... like if so, let's say just for example's sake, it's like ten shots. Will move the rocket. So whoever does the first ten shots first, it will go a little bit in towards their opponent, and whoever right. gets it. So it's like a big, almost reverse tug of war. Exactly, and it will drop this um, nozzle thing. Okay. Every time you shoot it off, and when you pick up the nozzle, it is just this constant stream of ink. So, so whoever, it's like, so it's a gun replacement. Basically, yeah. It's kind of like you know how when you pick up the rainmaker, you use the rainmaker. Yes. It's just like that, except it's a it's a constant stream of ink, and it is a force to be reckoned with. Like interesting. The person who has the nozzle is the person you want to take out. Okay. Do was there any word on whether or not the nozzle worked on the rocket? Like, can I? Oh shoot yes, the... you could shoot the. That's I mean, that's what you're supposed to use it for. Oh okay, I wasn't sure, but that's cool. So I'm excited to see some more like. Real footage of it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know I anything mean, about this, so I'm excited. Week, a week away from now. Yep. You can you can find data mined footage of it yeah. if you look on YouTube. Cool. But uh, moving right along. All right. So the uh, our main discussion this week. So everybody loves goofy, stupid E3 bingo boards, right? So me and Matt decided let's not make like a normal E3 board. We're gonna make the Pink Gold Peeps E3 Fever Dream bingo board. So each of us picked 12 things that we just, like, there's almost no way it's going to happen, but that's what we really want. Well, I some don't of know. Them are mine, more... mine were mostly realistic. Some of mine are realistic, but some of mine, you'll be able to tell, were pretty pretty out there. And I think you have a couple over there. Eh. I'm looking at 24, Matt. I'm looking at number 24. Oh, yeah. That's, um... Yeah. That's not going to happen, but so, I wanted to. So it's, like, it's a mix between things that could happen, things that may happen, and things that are definitely not happening but with that in mind, we're going to tell you, you know, what we wanted and then a quick hot take on why we want it. And then we're going to move to the next one. Uh, Matt is going to be really awesome. And when this episode comes out, we're going to wait a little while and then we're going to post our E3 board on Twitter. So if you want to play along, you can play along. Hopefully one of us wins. <laughs> you you want to make, make a bet? No, I'm done making bets with you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to just do well, our first, we'll do our free space and then we'll just go back and forth one at a time. Yeah, sure. All right. So our free space is Smash. We know they're talking about Smash. Smash will be at E3. I know it's really hard to believe, but that's our free space. Shocker. All right, Matt, you want to go first? Um, sure. All right. My first one is there will be a mini Nindy highlight. Very small, like five minutes, not even. Talking about some Nindy games. Maybe Wargroove will be there. Maybe it won't. I just want them to give us an update on some Nindy games. Um, I think... Um, that Snipperclips was announced during an E3 one year, wasn't it? Uh, maybe? I don't remember when Snipperclips was announced. I think it was... It was out when the Switch came out, right? It was out when the Switch came out. So it couldn't have been an E3. It was at, like, an investor meeting. It might was have it been. January investor no, meeting? No, because I remember them playing it on the oh, Treehouse. They announced the full version 
of Snipper Clips. Remember they they like, no, like a physical I... edition with with the extra levels. Mm, yeah, because Snipper Clips was out when it was like you know you played Snipper Clips, you played Fast RMX. No, but I like I remember the announcement for Snipper Clips being some big event. But anyway, neither here nor there. So Matt wants a mini Nindy highlight. I want a mini Nindy highlight. I believe this is likely. I will say that, and I would not only is it likely, but I'd be okay with it. So my number one, <laughs> you'll never guess. Please just announce F Zero. I want to see my Falcon Boy. Think about it. Think about it. They do a Smash trailer, and, like, we see a bunch of characters, and they announce Captain Falcon, obviously, because he's in there. And then Captain Falcon gets into his car and drives away, and they f- and they zoom in on him as he drives away. And then they cut to a whole reveal of the new F-Zero game. Tell me that wouldn't be cool. Mike, I think that would be very cool. I think you are a year too early. I'm willing to put money down that there will be an F-Zero game at next year's E3. Just give me an F-Zero. I don't care when. Just give me F-Zero. So, you would like it, but you don't You don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's coming. Okay. I think Reggie has teased it too much for it to not be coming at this point. Okay. So, Matt, what's your second one? There will be at least three new Smash characters at E3. So, new being not characters who were cut in a previous game. Three brand three new characters. Three brand new characters. Does this include the Inkling? No. So three additional new three characters. Three new announcements for characters. That's cool. I'd like that. I'd maybe maybe four or five, but I'd, I'd like three, at I, least. I'm, I'm, I'm playing baby steps. I think three brand new characters. Okay. One of them will be a Pokemon from Alola. You think one of them will be a Gen 7 one Pokemon? One of them will be a Gen 7 Pokemon. Okay. All right. I, 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 I'm curious to see if this is right now. I'm thinking about it. Like, I could see that, but... Just give me Incineroar, man. You want Incineroar? Dude, he's like a huge fire cat wrestler. Like, mm. come on. Decidueye got yeah, but, okay. Pokken. Okay, here's my thing, though, is that we already have a fire-type Pokemon. Why does in... that matter, though? Because I want some variety. But but we have Bowser. Why don't we have Water Bowser? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I feel like you could do something more creative with other Pokemon than Incineroar. He's a wrestler. What about Salazzle? Salazzle? Yeah. It's not a wrestler. No, it's not, but it's See, a I cool Pokemon. That, I would say that Salazzle is just, or Salazzle, however you say it, is more just like a traditional fire-type Pokemon. I like the idea mm. of Incineroar because I feel yeah, like but... they could do, like, these crazy, you know, grab attacks and things, and just that he's, like, kind of a quadruped because he can run on four legs, or four... Well, that's why I think that, um, Lycanroc would also be cool. Oh, I would be okay with Lycanroc. I, I'm, I... Give me... Give me mid- any form, any yes. form of him. Any form. I like Midnight the most, but I'd be okay with either. I like um, the orange one. What's the oh the the, Dawn, the dusk, dusk Twilight form? Du- dusk? the the, the both like of them that. form <laughs> Twilight Town Kingdom Hearts what yeah. anyway what's your next one my next one is probably just as crazy as the first one no this one's crazier this one is way crazier <laughs> okay so um everyone has their own you know their own like pet game the games that they like that no one else really did. And I was going to put Kirby Air Ride 2 on this list. I didn't. <laughs> so I, got, I, wanted to go even, I wanted to go even better than that. I said that Excite Bots and Excite Truck will return to the Nintendo Switch. So Excite Truck was a launch title for the Wii, which is like a trick-based racing game, which is really cool. It did okay. And then they made Excite Bots Trick Racing, which is like... They, like, threw out the baby with the bathwater. They were like, this is just... Let's just go full crazy. They're, like, transforming robot cars. Like, bingo boards will appear on the on the map. You have to throw darts. You have to hit bowling balls. In addition to all the other things you were doing in Excite Truck. And I just... It was so goofy and fun that I would just love to see in another Excite-based game come to the Switch. I don't think it will, but I... I this E3 Fever Dream Bingo. You don't need to say anything. I know it's not gonna happen. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tag you. No one ever beat me cool. in Excite Truck. Moving right along, something I don't think is going to happen, but has to eventually, is streaming services on the Switch, so Netflix, like Netflix Hulu, and Hulu, stuff like that. HBO Go, give it to me. Yeah, I. I think it will happen. I I don't think they'll talk about it at. at yeah, E3. I don't think. It, I mean, that's why I didn't put mobile stuff on here because I never talk about mobile stuff. Yeah, but I do think that um people will care about Switch more when this happens yeah i like to see something like verve on here because verve offers offline streaming for someone like me again well if you play i'm not if you play sorry if you use netflix on your phone 
you can actually download Netflix stuff. Yeah, there's like certain things you can download, now. right? And I mean, just because of the portability nature of the Switch, I'd be surprised Netflix didn't do that for the Switch. Agreed. Okay, so I, I'd say again, likely, but likely not an E3. Yeah. My num- my next one is, I think it's, it's reasonable. I think that Nintendo might announce the Nintendo 64 Classic. I know some people are like, listen, you know, without Rare, the fact is we'll never have an N64 Classic. First off, I think we could have... Rare games. Microsoft's been pretty good about that. They're like, you know, the... the Microsoft's like, please put Banjo and Smash. Microsoft's not doing anything worthwhile with Rare, so like... Yeah. So they're like, come on, just put Banjo and Smash so we can be relevant and we can make a new Banjo game. I could see them saying, listen, you can have, you know, give us X amount of money, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie, Donkey Kong 64, and Diddy Kong Racing. But even without those games... I think there's like a solid at least like 15 games you could pick and to go on the with N64. This, you you probably can't put as many games as you did the Super NES. I mean the Super NES had what 21 NES. games and yeah. the NES had 30 and obviously the games are getting bigger the more you go exactly. and I think you know you got to think the Super Nintendo was $80 the NES was 60. The the Super NES came with a second controller. The NES you could buy one. With the N64, I mean I imagine it will have to at least come with two and I would be surprised if it didn't come with four controllers for controllers hmm. and like think about the games you could play you know like a lot of the games you know mario party mario tennis uh super smash brothers you know there's a lot of games that require four controllers and people would be bummed if there was like a shortage of n64 classic controllers and because they're just bigger games and they want four controllers i see like a higher price point less games but the further we go with this whole classic line the more the games are just becoming you know they gotta become more significant you know? See, I think I think this is super likely and going to happen. Maybe not at E3. Oh, I want and it so I bad. And I also think they'll only put two controllers in the box. I just, I want them to make a two-pack of extra controllers. And honestly, what I really no, want, but, I really but, want is Pokemon Stadium 2. <laughs> just give me Pokemon Stadium 2. I love Pokemon Stadium 2. Pokemon Stadiums are good games. They are. They are really good games. Uh, so that's mine. Next one, Matt. All right, next one is um, the most important one. It, this is out of out of all of them, it, all twenty five spaces on our bingo board. It, this is the one: it, The Legend of Zelda, it, Skyward Sword HD. As much as I like giving you a hard time about this, if they figure out a way for me to play Skyward Score, play Skyward Scorn, play the Skyward Scorn. <laughs> if they can figure out a way to make me play the Skyward Scorn. <laughs> Skyward you Sword. You have Skyward Scorn towards the game, don't you? I, I do have Skyward Scorn. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Skyward Scorn towards Skyward Sword. So I have anyway. Skyward Scorn. If they can figure out a way for me to play Skyward Sword on tablet mode, like in just tablet mode. You mean in handheld? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm thinking Wii U. Handheld mode. I'd be very excited, and I would want to play I, this. I haven't played this game. So. I mean, that is that's part of my prediction, because I... I think this is going to happen. Like, I'm pretty pretty confident this is actually going to happen, and I think there will be a way to play it in handheld mode, because there has to be a way. There to has play to be a way to play it. You it can't... Will... Nintendo will not release a game for the Switch that doesn't is work just TV mode. Yeah, that's not what the Switch is about. Uh, like, other other developers have done it, like Voez or whatever it is. The um, Rhythm game is only... Was at launch, it was only handheld. handheld. But I think more people are doing only handheld than... Only, no one's on, I think, only TV. Yeah, I don't think anyone's on only TV. Because that, that'd just be weird. And I mean... Yeah. It would have to rely on the motion controls assembly yeah. for that. But um, anyway, I think that... I think there will be new extras in it. I think there will be much, much more to do in the sky. Because that's the worst part of the game. I hope so. Someone compared it to... Uh, I forgot who I was listening to. But someone compared it to... And tell me if you agree with this or not. Okay. Like the hub world for Mario 64 where like the holes into the overworld are kind of like the pictures. Yeah. Okay. And that's I, not what it's supposed to be. It's I mean, supposed no, to be it's like not. Great like there, there are some things to do in it. Like Just not a lot. There are, off the top of my head, I can think of maybe four fun things you can do in the sky. But the sky is a big place and there should be more than four. Okay. That's fair. It also looks gross, but anyway. Mm-hmm. My next one is actually the most important thing on this list. Nope. Um, I didn't say that three new characters were coming to Smash, but I do know that one of them will be the most beautiful purple man to ever walk this earth. He's not purple. His outfit's purple. I was going to make people think it was Ridley first. It's not Ridley. It's Waluigi. I, I just want Waluigi. Ruining just, drum roll. just give him. Just give him a tennis racket. And let him do that. He'll be like a sword, oh, man, like the funny. Mario swordsman with quotes around it. But he's he has got a, a tennis he's racket. got a tennis racket. Trust me, trust <laughs> I, me. I, I do think that'd be pretty great. I really hope so. And I just like when you look at you look at who's left. 
does not be in Smash. If you're talking about Mario characters to add to the game, I think he's got a pretty good chance. I mean, yeah. he. I, I definitely think he's got a pretty good chance. Yeah. But that's it. That's all I'm saying about that. Matt? Um. Alright. So, a while back, we had a rumor that Retro was working on a horror game for the Switch. Mm-hmm. We also have rumors that they're working on the Star Fox game. Yes. Whether that is or not to be believed, I think that the Switch could do for a horror game. My prediction is that there will be some kind of horror game on the Switch. Whether it's made by Retro or not, I think there will be a horror game. A horror game like that's, like what, somewhat produced by Nintendo? Because like, technically Resident that- Evil... Wasn't there that um, picture game? Oh, oh, and on the DS. Do you know what I'm talking about? With the girl with the with the white hair on the cover. Man, it might have been on the DS. There was a sequel on the Wii U. It was like taking pictures, though, right? Yeah, oh, and it was gosh. super creepy. I remember the game because I remember it coming. It's on. It was on the original DS. It was mm-hmm. like not the launch line. I'm thinking was, something like that because Resident Evil has moved to Sony. Like, yeah, they're they're gone. They're well, although they are streaming it in Japan. Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, but, but that's not here or there. Yeah, that. That doesn't matter. I think you see anything Resident Evil at E3 this year, it's going to be on, on, Sony's, on Sony's stage. Okay. Unless they announce um, the streaming for the United States, but I don't think that'll happen. I don't think they will either. All right, next one is another one that I think is very probable, more so than the other ones where I'm pretending it's probable, and my girlfriend says it to me all the time. She'll be like, she'll look at me and she'll be like, Mike? And I'll be like, yes. She's like, when are they announcing Animal Crossing for the Switch? And I say, I don't know, but when that day comes, I need to buy a second Switch because I'll never be able to pry it out of your hands. <laughs> and I'm really hoping for it. I think it's... Animal Crossing is like Pokemon. It sells systems. Yep. And people it who love it systems. love it. So I think we're due for an Animal Crossing. I, yeah. Or at this least was, like an announcement. This was one of mine, but then when Mike and I compared, he had it on there first, so I took mine off. Yeah. Well, we, we both had I one on the really other one. this. I said, I was like, I want yeah. Animal Crossing now. So that's that's it. No, nothing else to say. You got no, no other bold things to say about Animal Crossing? It's going to be awesome. All right. I think we're going to get Pokken DLC. This is the one that was on my list, too. These two. <laughs> yep. Uh, because if you look at the board after the battle packs we got, there's still one spot missing on that character select screen. And I think I'm... I'm going to make a bold, incorrect prediction that it is going to be um, Kamo'o. Kamo'o. So that's the the dragon fighting Pokemon from Gen 7. I think it's going to be uh, Gen 7 Pokemon. Okay, uh, Matt, just, just out of my own curiosity, if they announce that it's another Gen 1 Pokemon, how angry will you be? I'm going to flip. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to have some choice words that I'm going to have to bleep out of the podcast. Perfect. <laughs> but, um... I mean, if I had my way, it would be another Gen 5 Pokemon, because the only Gen 5 Pokemon we have right now is Chandelure. And Matt gets really upset because Matt doesn't play Chandelure. I do. And I like telling I mean, Matt how much I don't. I can play Chandelure if I want to, I just don't want to. But it's just like, Matt is the lover of Gen 5 in our group, and he has to watch this lighting instrument ghost beat the crap out of him sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the I'm time, kidding. just sometimes. Anyway. <laughs> so, next one is something that I have to imagine people are asking for it. So when you look at the Wii U's library, there's not that much left that was like, you know, a big Nintendo game that hasn't come to the Switch. And one of the big ports that I think really should come, just in the nature of like, you know, what we do and don't have on the Switch, is Tokyo Tokyo Mirage Session. I can't speak, (laughs) okay? Tokyo Mirage Sessions. (laughs) Hashtag Fire Emblem. (laughs) Or Fire Um, Emblem Sharp, whatever it is. You know, this is the one big Wii U game that I didn't own. I know, and it's like, from what I've been told, everyone's like, listen, it's like, it's made by the Persona guys, right? I think so. So it's like, it's it's bound to be a really good game. It's got Fire Emblem in it, which is like Japan's like baby. Like, Japan, like, they love Splatoon, and they love Fire Emblem. They love those things. And I'm like, I think this is just... It's a game that they didn't sell nearly as well as they wanted it to, and it's not because it was a bad game. It's not like a Star Fox Zero situation no, where I people didn't like it. it's because of the interest, honestly. Well, I think also it's just the amount of people who actually owned a Wii U who were interested in this right. kind of game I also was think very small. This, this was before Fire Emblem finally picked up in the United States. You know yeah, I mean? it was. I think it was like right after Awakening. That was yeah. the one on the D- that was supposed to be the last one. But we haven't had this like crazy renaissance. Fire Emblem Heroes hadn't come out yet. I just think, exactly. especially because of Fire Emblem Heroes, because some of the characters in that game are from some of the older games. So now people who are like really enfranchised Fire Emblem players for Fire Emblem Heroes might know these characters more and like this cool Persona-esque thing they're doing. And I never played it, and I don't own a Wii U, and I really want to play this game. So 
that's like my that's like my most hopeful thing. Like I don't think it's likely, but it's what I really want. I think that of all of the Wii U games that have been ported and or will be ported in the future, mm-hmm. this one is sadly the most unlikely. Really? I do. Okay. Like, um, all of the ones that someone would... Like, you make a short list of Wii U games that would be ported. This one is the one on that list that would be the least likely. You think this would be ported before or after Star Fox Zero? No, but I wouldn't include Star Fox Zero on the short list. Savage. Because <laughs> because Star Fox Zero can't be ported the way you have to play the game. You yes. need both screens. Skyward Sword. That's not a Wii U game that doesn't count. No, but I'm saying they have to change the game. Maybe they can fix Star Fox They Zero. don't have to change the game. They just have to add on to the game. Okay, okay. All right, moving on. Anyway, um, this one was more or less confirmed in news from this week. Yeah. With the Splatoon news that we had, but my thing is that I believe we'll have some Splatoon 2 DLC. I think it will be free DLC because Octo whatever hasn't come out yet. I almost said Octopath, and then I saved myself by saying whatever. <laughs> um, the Splatoon 2 Octopath expansion to go with Sushi Striker Gunvolt? Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, I think that this will come out, uh, not not single-player DLC. I think we might learn more about um, Octo expansion, yeah. but we will get new Splatoon multiplayer DLC. You think they'll be, so anything like Rocket Mode and stuff will yeah, be in I there? I think Rocket Mode will be there. Cool. Uh, my next one, this is like a crazy fever dream. And like, if you asked me, do I think this is likely? I'd probably say no, but I like having fun, crazy predictions. Cause Matt's being a little bit more reasonable than I am. <laughs> I want PTCGO on switch, Pokemon, the trading card game online on the switch. It's already in their terms of service to be used on Nintendo hardware. And it hasn't ever actually been on Nintendo hardware. I think the switch would be a great fit. You know, it's the Pokemon trading card game. You can start for free and if you play the, the physical card game, every pack actually comes with a QR code with an actual number on it. So you can, like, say, okay, I bought, you know, six packs of the newest set. I can, you know, open my card packs and play with my cards, but then go onto my online user account and type in the code and get a digital pack. And it won't necessarily have the same stuff, but it's cool because it's like, you know, you get, if you're into the TCG, you're on playing online. And if you want to buy more of these cards online, they sell for pretty cheap. It's like 50 cents to a dollar per pack of online cards. And you also don't have to play and like buy all the packs. There's like cool different ways you can play like with only the theme decks or, you know, casual games with your friends. I just think it would be cool. It's like, I know in my heart, this isn't going to happen. But wouldn't it be cool? But I really want it. I really want it. It'd be cool. It would be cool. That's sad. But I mean, maybe. Maybe. Don't, don't give out hope. Yes. Uh, moving on. I believe Mario Maker 2 will be announced at this E3. And I think that it will have Mario Odyssey themed set pieces that you can put in there. That'd be cool. I think, you know, Mario Maker was, I I didn't really play a lot of Mario Maker. I think the only time I played Mario Maker is when your roommate made that hellish level with fireballs flying across it. And somehow I made it through. You remember this? I was sitting in your room. My roommate made a level? Yeah, he made like a like a level. It was really weird. But I was like, okay, I made it to the end. It was just like steps, but there was just like fireballs flying across the screen. I was just like jumping like a lunatic and made oh, it to the fireball. Oh, I do. Fireballs. We all sat around and we tried <laughs> to beat it. But I was just like, oh my god, oh my gosh, oh, oh my yeah, god. I do remember that. We screamed when we beat it. But <laughs> that uh, was funny. I just like you know I, I have fun playing Mario Maker. But if they're not just going to make Mario Maker Plus ported, I want to see what they're going to have to add. You know I, what would be cool, hmm. which is unlikely. But what if you put Mario Mario Odyssey mechanics into a 2D plane for Mario Maker 2? So, like, what if you could capture things? I like what you're saying. I think I'd be more... I think it would be a more reasonable idea if they made, like, a new Super Mario Brothers game with the Odyssey mechanics and then... Yeah, I mean, Mario obviously, but, yeah. like, it'd be pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I haven't really played a lot of Mario Maker, though, so I'm excited, but if this didn't... and I, I imagine this is going to get announced eventually. It's just a matter of yeah, when. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I, I'll buy it, probably. <laughs> I'll buy it, 100%. Yeah. Love Mario Maker. Okay, next one. Uh, Pikmin 4. Come on. It's happening. It's I love happening. Pikmin. I love Pikmin. Pikmin 2 is one of my favorite games on the GameCube. Give me back Pikmin. I want Pikmin. Even if it was just like Pikmin 1, 2, and 3 on like a cartridge, I'd be okay with that too. I loved, I, I will admit it, I bought and played and kind of enjoyed Hey Pikmin on the 3DS. It's not a bad game. It's not a bad game, but it's not really a good Pikmin game. No, it's not a Pikmin And it game. came out last year, so I think the time is right. Pikmin's back in, like, the 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 thoughts of people. Just put Pikmin 4 out. That's all I gotta say. I think Pikmin 4 will be here. My next one is 
Mario Odyssey DLC, which I think, first of all, is a gimme. It's going to be there. But I'm going to go one step above. I think it's going to be Mario Odyssey DLC where you go to other Nintendo properties. So you travel in your little Odyssey to Hyrule. Or you travel in your little Odyssey to Dreamland. Or to Metroid World. Mike's Metroid me World? <laughs> you disgust me. Mike's giving me a really grumpy face because Mike has other Odyssey ideas. My belief is that we won't see Odyssey DLC unless it's like, hey, we're going to announce like Mario in like an E3 outfit. No, we're being getting added. new kingdoms. I don't think we're getting new kingdoms because I am in the donkey school of thinking that Mario Odyssey 2 is going to be a thing. I think that Nintendo would rather make a whole new game and be able to like, you know, but remake like, parts of like New Donk City and stuff like that and charge us $60 for my, a game. My issue with this is that you like we've had this conversation before and we have. you think that Mario Odyssey 2. Mario Odyssey 2. You have this, like, tunnel vision for Mario Odyssey 2. And you have I a think, tunnel vision for no, DLC. No, no, no. I think Mario Odyssey 2 will happen. I really do. I think the DLC will come first, though. See, I would imagine that the second game would get DLC just because they want to make sure that they have enough content for Mario Odyssey 2. Like, think about how, like... I mean, I know you didn't play all of it, but there is 836 moons in Mario Odyssey. So to make a sequel, it's got to have think, a lot I of moons. I think there will be more kingdoms. And I think there will be Mario more Odyssey kingdoms. 1. I don't think so. I want I want people who listen to us to tweet us and tell us what you think. Do you think they will announce Mario Odyssey 2 at E3, or do you think we will get Mario Odyssey 1 DLC? I want to I want to change Matt's discussion. I think in general, which one do you think is more likely to happen? Because I don't if Mario Odyssey 2 happens, I don't think it's getting announced this year. Do you think that we'll get mainline Mario Odyssey New Kingdom DLC? Or do you think they'll wait until they announce and release a Mario Odyssey 2? We're getting we're getting new kingdoms from Mario Odyssey 1. I just... Mm. I think both is going to happen. Like, Mike... I think both is going to happen. Plenty of games have DLC and then two years later get a sequel. I know. That happens but, with every game. But it's Mario. And Mario Odyssey is huge. Yeah, and... And I would rather they make sure that the second game is better than the first. I'm sure before they, they work will on fixing after they the spend first. three years on it like they do every Mario game. What do you mean? Mario Odyssey, Mario Galaxy 2 had a pretty short wraparound time. Well, yeah. It's but... just like think you're using the same engine, the same stuff. You know, and I mean, Mario Galaxy didn't recycle worlds, but there were some like similar worlds. I mean, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild got DLC. Do you think that we're really not going to get another Zelda game in the sense of Breath of the Wild? Um, I haven't seen a Majora's Mask announcement. What? I'm just saying, like, the only time we've gotten two back-to-back mainline Zelda games in a single generation was the oh. Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask. Well, I mean, we're not going to get back-to-back Mario games. You're not going to see Mario Odyssey 2 here. I don't think we're going to see it this year, but I also don't think that Mario Odyssey is the kind of game that will be like, well, here's some DLC to hold you over. Like, Mario Odyssey 2, if it annou- it's announced, it will sell on its own merit. Yeah, but it's not going to come out until 2020. Don't say that. It makes me sad. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to move on before... We should have made this a, a topic discussion of its own. Oh, we own. can. I think we could fight about this. We could fight about this for a long time. I'm going to go to my next one, which is a real fever dream. <laughs> so, for many people who are interested, Dark Horse Comics is making a graphic novel for ARMS, and it got moved back from the end of this year to January of 2019. And I think in January 2019, we're going to have some big update or, like, remixed version of the Fighters version game of ARMS. So, like, you know, you think about, like, Street Fighter 4. Like, a Street Fighter... No, Street Fighter is, like, a bad example because they, like, release the same game, like, eight times. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of these traditional fighting games will say, okay, here's, you know, an updated version of the game with some kind of new DLC, and it's all packaged into the one thing. And we did have five DLC characters. Now, they were free. But I could see them, like, saying, okay, here are a bunch of new features and things that you would take forever for you to update in the game. Along with some new stuff. And maybe, like, you spend, like, $10 to download it into your original ARMS game. But just to get ARMS back on the map. I don't think it's really that likely. I just really like ARMS. So, that is my dream. But I I don't think Matt really agrees with me, but that's okay. Okay. I think that an ARMS 2 is more likely than ARMS DLC at this point in time. I don't think we're going to So what I'm saying is we have the exact opposite belief of yep. Mario. Okay, let's just let's just quit while we're ahead because we're running out of time. Anyway, uh, my next one is that Star Fox Grand Prix is a real thing and it's going to be awesome. If it comes out and it is real, I'm sure it will be awesome. But no, somewhere I'll be frowning and saying, 
this is an F-Zero. I know you will. But that's it. That's all. And I'm not going to lie, Mike, I don't want to be mean, but that's part of my hope that is real. You're terrible. <laughs> all right. My next one is that something is, in fact, during the main, the main discussion, not at Treehouse, not after the E3 presentation, something at the E3 presentation will be announced exclusively for the 3DS. I think you're right. It's just like, it's one of those things that it, it really could go either way, though, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> this, sort of, this one is definitely hard to, like, pin. Yep. All right, but that's all I gotta say. Could be. Uh, my next one is... This is number 24 that, that I was um, talking about before. Everybody knows that Paper Mario is not what it used to be. And I think that paper, I'm calling it paper, should be re reignited. The franchise <sighs> You want to reignite paper. How I just want to hear what you're saying. <laughs> How do you reignite paper? Well, you make paper Zelda. No. I mean, think about it. Just bring some light Zelda mechanics into Paper Mario. Or just fix Paper Mario and make it a turn-based game. Take Paper Mario's formula. Hashtag re-release without the Zelda <laughs> mechanics. Didn't we have this where we said you said something about Paper Zelda and all I did was yell about you re-releasing the Thousand Year Door? No, I was saying something else about something Re- entirely. And then you just said the Thousand Year Door. that over and over again. But anyway, that's all I got to say. Okay, that's Not all gonna I got to say. That is, that is my most outrageous one here. Okay. My next one is something that I, I could believe it's another one of those dead franchise revivals. Um, I think that Custom Robo has a good chance of coming back on the Switch. So the last Custom Robo game was on the DS. There was one Custom Robo game on the GameCube and one on the DS, and I believe those are the only two games in the series. But Custom Robo, for those who don't know, it's like a top-down game where it's 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 almost pokemon-esque where like you're collecting pieces and you build a robot so you know you can build like with a different body or a different head you mean pokemon quest is pokemon well i'm saying like in the sense that you collect a bunch of pieces oh okay and you you know you build your robot so like you know do you want to have the fast boots or the teleporty boots you know does you want to have a machine gun or a cannon what kind of bombs do you want to have it was a cool game and it's actually on my short list of games i want to replay custom robo arena on the ds and, I don't know, if they're willing to bring back an old franchise and they want to go sci-fi, I think Custom Robo could be cute. It's It reminds me of very, like, Mega Man EXE kind of games in the sense of, like, you know, it's like that Neo future, but it's kind of cute and tiny. So, like, the Custom Robos are supposed to be, like, you know, like, like models. You know, like, they're tiny things. But then you, like, near the end of the game, you get to deal with all these people who are, like, using underground illegal black market <laughs> pieces. And after the game's over, like, you can buy those pieces. And you can't use them in, like, the tournaments in the game itself. But it's just really fun being, like, the massive floating, like, albatross tank flying across the very small board, shooting bombs across the side. That's I don't know. Cool. It's just, like, this game that I think they could re-release and not change too much about the style of game it is. And because there's just only been two of them. Still have it be successful. That could be cute. That could be, be cool. very interesting. Yep. Um, my next one, this my actually, last one. Yeah, your last one. Um, I am a an Italian boy who loves to cook and bake, and I want Cooking Mama on the Switch. As a also Italian boy who loves food, doesn't necessarily like to cook, I could also see Cooking Mama on the Switch. Cooking Mama is really good. I've never actually played one of the games, but it seems really You've cute. You've never played a Cooking Mama game. I just want to sit on the train, being really grumpy looking, and playing Cooking Mama. <laughs> No, I have not played a, a, a Cooking Mama game. I love Cooking Mama. I had... Cooking Mama on the DS was my thing. And then the Wii one was just goofy to play. Yeah. But, I mean, Cooking Mama could make... If they make it right, a Cooking Mama game could be a pretty good party game. Groovy. All right, and my last game... It, it's kind of like two-in-one. So, I, I really do believe that Fire Emblem will be officially it has announced. to be at this point. Yeah, because we, we know that Fire Emblem's coming this year. Unless they push it back. Unless they, unless it's being pushed back, which they said in their last investor meeting that it wasn't. Um, it's coming out this year, so we know that probably this is going to be when they at least announce it. My hope and dream, Fire Emblem protagonist doesn't have a sword. Give him an axe, give him a lance. Just don't give him a sword. I mean, every like, even like, you know, with like Robin and Corrin, they did like something interesting with them. You know, Corrin had like the dragon effect thing and, and Robin had a book, he had like a spell book and he could use swords. Just... It can do all those things, just don't give them the swords, okay? I really like the axe users in in those games, and I and I really like the lance users. I really like lance users, <laughs> so I would love to have a game with a lance knight protagonist. Just it's not that hard. That's all I want. That'd be cool. Yeah, and I think it's probably one of the most reasonable ones on my list. I I do think that is one of the most reasonable. You're actually ones looking on over it. Yeah, that is definitely the most reasonable thing on my list. Yep. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, anyway, that's that is our twenty five predictions. Look forward to that bingo board. It'll Robins. probably be linked in our show notes or on our Twitter. Yes. So go check it out there. Matt, make sure that when you make it to to mark which one is mine and which one is your prediction. Oh, I will. Which I think you know it will really be like which ones do you think will actually check off and which ones will just sit there being unloved. F zero. It'll be randomized. It'll be it'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah. Um. So we're just gonna close out our show. So Matt, we always do our fun fact. What is your fun fact for the week? My fun fact for the week is, Mike, Yes. I haven't started Xenoblade 2 yet. I know. Well, that's not true. I started a long time ago, and then I stopped playing it, but I'll get back it. Okay, okay. I just want you to play it. I will. I, I, I can't explain to you why I think you really like it, but I really think you'll like it. You just gotta, you gotta invest time, and it's like the kind of game you'll invest time in. Okay. Trust me. Um, my fun fact, which I hinted at earlier today, um, listen, my office, you know, I go to the men's room, I go to the bathroom, and you know, I, I wash my hands. And they have the little soap dispensers. And it used to be like that, like that, not the pink soap that you had like when you were growing up, like that thick pink soap, but it was something along that lines. It was like a thick, nice soap. All right. And I go there two days ago and it's like this watery trash soap. And like, listen, I'm not going to freak out about something like this, but I'm like, listen, who likes watery soap? It's like you go to the thing and you push it. It's like pouring out of your hand. And like, maybe they're saying, Mike, you should use less soap. But listen, I like my hands clean. I just want, I just want, I want better soap. I'm sorry, buddy. You've been to my house. I have nice soaps. I like you soap. soap. It's nice soap. It makes it's, your hands smell pretty. nice soap. Bath and Body Works has really nice smelling soap. Well, so, Mike, um, bring your own soap to work. I'm not, mm, I'm not that crazy. Let's <laughs> everyone know I'm going to the bathroom. Be like, oh, Mike, there goes Mike with his soap. You know what's going on. But anyway... Um, so that's our show for the week. Uh, our intro is made by Rick's Record. You've sure, surely heard us talk about him before. He's on SoundCloud and he's really awesome. You can also contact us at pinkgoldpeeps at gmail.com for anything that you want to, you know, let us know, questions. Maybe we can answer them on the show at some point. Uh, you can also tweet at us. We are at Cento Says. And I, oh, I'm sorry, I am at Cento Says. C-C-E-N-T-O Says. And Matt and I are on the at pinkgoldpeeps Twitter uh, tweeted us whether or not you think that which is more likely Mario Kingdom based DLC or Mario Odyssey 2 and then Mario Kingdom based DLC let us know so that's our show Matt anything else you want to say no I, I got nothing for the day alright well it looks like there's someone outside my door so uh, I think we gotta let you guys go so have a good night everybody ciao <laughs>